Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number 10 of the Leading Yourself podcast. As we approach the end of the year, and to be honest, 10 sounds like a nice round number to me, I thought I would take this opportunity and the time to sum up season number one of this podcast. During the past nine episodes, we've been talking about topics like work-life balance and failure and personal growth. We talked about habits. I share with you my morning routine. Um, in the Just in the last episode, we talked about how to generate and maintain high levels of energy. And as we get ready to kick off a new year and a new decade, I wanted to bring all these things together in a project that I'm working on to help you and me live our best lives in 2020. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. With the new year and the new decade being around the corner, I've been thinking about making 2020 my best year ever and committing to live my best life for 365 days on a road. Yes, you heard that right, 365 days on a road. And I would love for you to join me. So let me explain a little more about what this is about. Living your best life might mean something completely different to you than it does to me. And that is okay. That is why defining what that means is the first and most important step in this year-round process. As we close 2019, I'm planning to take some time off with myself and for myself. And I want to invite you to do the same. I have talked about the importance of self-reflection in many of the prior episodes, and I'm going to talk about it one more time. What a great opportunity we have as we leave 2019 behind to practice on self-reflection, to assess and look in retrospective on how the year went, what were our biggest accomplishments and our biggest lessons learned. I have created a guide to help us go through this exercise. You will find a link to it in the notes of this episode. In that link, you will find also all the tools and all the resources that I'm going to be referencing throughout today's episode. Back to our 2019 self-reflection. Ideally for me, I would like to spend four hours just doing this exercise. I know it might sound like a lot and you don't have to spend that much time or any time at all, but we'll be looking at 365 days worth of reflection. So four hours sounds just right to me. 
With my busy schedule, it will be very difficult for me to carve out four hours just for myself. So what I'm planning to do is to add 30 minutes every day as part of my morning routine to tackle this. I'm going to be focused on four key areas. Number one, I want to focus on all the things that I'm grateful for. I think this should not be that hard since I'm already writing down every morning the five things that I'm grateful for. This time, I want to look at it from a macro level. What are the big things that happened this year that I'm most grateful for? Number two, I want to reflect on my accomplishments in 2019. And when I refer to this, I want to think about accomplishments in all areas of my life. I know that when we think about accomplishment, our mind goes directly to our professional life. And while there, we probably find a lot of our accomplishments, we're not limited just to professional accomplishments. Number three, I also want to spend some time reflecting on my greatest lessons learned. Again, across all areas of my life. What are the things that I learned this year about myself, about life, about my career, about success, about anything? Finally, number four, I want to reflect on the challenges that I faced in 2019. But I don't want to stop there. I also want to reflect on how did I overcome those challenges? What are the things that I did to help me overcome them? As I referenced in a prior episode where I talked about building a growth plan, self-reflection is key for personal growth. Every year, I take the time to do some self-reflection. But this year, I want to invest a little more time and focus on it. So much has happened in 2019 and taking the time to reflect on everything, the good, the bad, and the in-between is going to help me set the foundation to set my goals for 2020, to be able to live my best life. Step number two in this three-step process is to plan for 2020. Once again, I've developed a guide to help you and me to go through this process to help us define our goals and define success for 2020. For this part of the process, I'm going to be committing to eight hours of my time. I know that sounds like a lot. And once again, you don't have to invest that much time. You can do it at your own pace and define how much time you really want to spend here. For me, once again, I decided I'm going to be investing eight hours of my time. And that probably is going to look like a little bit here and a little bit there. Taking advantage of weekends, waking up a little bit earlier to have that quiet time for myself to be able to fully focus in this exercise. Because I believe that investing the time now is going to pay off later throughout the year and help me accomplish what I want to accomplish at the end of the day, living my best life. This reflection and planning will incorporate different components. I want to spend some time exploring what makes me happy and what makes me unhappy. I know it might sound like a 
stupid, trivial question because we all know what makes us happy, right? Or so we believe. But sometimes we just need to take a little bit of time to connect with that simple question and dig a little bit further beyond the obvious. Why do we want to spend time reflecting on this? Well, if I'm going to be living my best life, I need to get intentional about doing the things and pursuing the things that makes me happy. As part of this self-reflection, I have built a series of questions that I want to answer for myself to help me set those intentions and goals for the new year. You will find all those questions in the guide on the link in the notes of this podcast. But here are some of those questions that I have included for this part of the exercise. Things like, what are my strengths and weaknesses? What habits do I want to change, stop, or adopt next year? What are some skills that I want to develop or values that I want to enhance? And what are some qualities that I want to adopt in 2020? I also included questions like who are the people that I want to connect with or reconnect with? And what is my definition for success? How would success look like? If I would be standing December 31st of 2020 and looking back at my year and doing this reflection. And also, very important, what is my definition of living my best life? As part of this exercise, I also want to spend some time revisiting my 10-year goals. What is that I want to accomplish? Where is that I want to be in 10 years from now? And... Very important question, what is holding me back from achieving those things today? All of this is going to help me identify and define my focus areas and my goals for 2020. And when defining those goals, I want to be inclusive of my personal, professional, my relationships, my health and fitness, my finances, my spiritual goals, my habits, my passion, everything. I have mentioned this before on episode number two when I talk about work-life balance, but we are one person that has multiple roles, that play multiple roles in a given time. And in order to feel in balance, in order to feel fulfilled and happy, we need to be able to lean into all the areas in our lives. If we only focus in one of those areas, we lose balance. And we, at the end of the day, will feel empty as if something is missing in our lives. So I can emphasize enough the fact that when you're doing this exercise, you need to think about all areas in your life and not focus on only one of them. So setting goals for 2020, how do we go about that? My plan to tackle this is to grab a piece of paper and write down all the dreams, projects, goals, activities that I'm most excited to work on in 2020. At this point, let your imagination go. This is a brainstorming exercise. So no idea is a bad idea. There's no limitations. There's no restrictions at this point. Write the first thing that comes to your mind. 
what really would excite you to be part of to achieve next year think about problems that you want to solve or aspirations that you want to see come true things that you want to change in your life things that you want to start or stop things that you want to learn how you want to develop who do you want to become again it's a brainstorming exercise so just write anything that comes to your mind that really excites you that fulfills you things that as you write them down are exciting you already just by thinking of the possibility of be able to work on them. Then the next step is to look at all those ideas and get real, right? You want to pick one, two, three things that excite you the most. Just read the list and highlight the one, two, three things that excite you the most. And then I want you to ask yourself a few questions around these things. Like, why is this important? Right? And if you picked more than one thing, you need to ask these questions for everything that you picked. But why are these things important? How achieving those things or working on those things are going to impact you or others around you? How is it going to feel if you're able to achieve these things, to do these things, to get involved in these things? How important it is to work on these things right now? And as you do that, the goal, the intention of asking those questions is that you come up with one and only one thing that you want to focus on first. Yes, just one thing. Because if you really want to be intentional and really want to achieve those things in that list, you need to focus one thing at a time. So as part of this exercise, I want, for me at least, to be able to narrow it down to that one thing that I'm going to start off the year focusing on. And once I achieve that thing, I will repeat this exercise again. I will go back to this list, ask these questions, and pick the next thing that I'm most excited about that makes more sense to do now or at that point when I'm reviewing the list and then focus on that next thing. Okay. Now that we have identified the one thing that we want to focus on first, we need to make sure that is measurable and actionable. We need to make sure that that dream, that goal, that project that you picked is something that you can actually measure. For example, let's say that you want to lose weight in 2020. That is a very common goal for people in the new year. My question to you would be, how much weight do you want to lose? 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds. You need to make sure that your goal is measurable, that you can easily track progress, that you can see throughout the year if you're moving closer to achieve it, and that it's going to be absolutely clear when is that you actually achieve it. The next thing is that you need to make it actionable. I want you to think and identify, to start with, 
three simple small steps that you can take to get started right now. If you could start working on this goal right now, what are three things, small action steps that you can do to get started? At least start with number one and then put two and three in your calendar. Don't wait for the new year to get started. Start right now. Start generating momentum. Then I want you to think about all the things that you need to do to get your goal achieved. Break your goal down in milestones. Let's say that your goal is to lose 10 pounds. How much weight do you want to lose every month? Make sure that you have milestones defined so it's easier for you to see if you're making progress, to see if you're moving in the right direction, and then be able to identify what activities, what actions you need to do to move you from one milestone to the next. Step number three in this process. Now that we know what those goals are for 2020, now that we know and we have reflected on things like people we want to connect with, skills we want to develop, habits we want to stop, change, or start in 2020. Step number two is to take all those things and start putting those things in our calendars. If we say that these things are important, if we say that these things are going to enable us to live our best life, we need to make sure that we are consequent, that we make the time every day to work on them so we can feel fulfilled, energized, and happy. Taking advantage that our calendars for the next year are still somehow open, let's start to plan our big rocks. And as we do so, make a promise to ourselves that we will commit to those things. The truth is that life will continue to be crazy. You'll find yourself stressed and busy and trying to fit more and more things in your calendar as the year goes by. But just like you will not cancel an important appointment with your boss or a doctor's appointment of, or any important meeting for that matter, promise to yourself that you will not cancel these important appointments with yourself. Being realistic, I know that more than once you'll miss them. But that should be an exception far and in between after having fight with our excuses, emergencies, and conflicting priorities. While I haven't finished this exercise yet for myself, I know a couple of things that I'll be adding right away to my calendar. Things like my morning and evening routines, important school events for my kids, birthdays for my family, friends, and team members, any planned vacation, launch days for future episodes of this podcast. Also, I'm going to be setting reminders throughout the day on my phone to help me stay focused on the things that I'm saying are important to me, the things that are enabling me to live my best life. Many times we get absorbed by the day-to-day I have to confess, I'm guilty of that. And we forget 
to take a pause and embrace those little things that makes us happy. Those things that at the end of the day makes us feel fulfilled and as like we had a good day. I'm referring to things like calling a loved one, taking a break to connect with others, being grateful, being present in the moment, stepping out of our comfort zone, or making time to learn something new. Finally, in order to stay consistent, to be able to keep up the momentum for 365 days, because let's be realistic, how many times have you start a new year setting new year resolutions and actually kept them up until you fully achieve them? Let me take a guess, not many times in any at all. There is a reason why I have not say the word New Year resolution so far in this podcast. The reason is I just don't believe in those. I simply don't because while they create some momentum, that momentum fades away very, very quickly. And when I look back at the things that made it to my New Year's resolution list in the past, well, Typically, there were things that I wanted to fix, things that I had struggled with to achieve the year before, and I was hoping that just because they made it to the list, it will be different that time. The truth is, nothing is magical about New Year, and every year the same things keep making. But this year, the approach is different. We're not writing down a wish list and hoping to get everything on the list done. Instead, we are being intentional about living our best lives. And being intentional means that we are committed to every day for the next 365 days to do something about it. And to be able to keep that commitment to ourselves, we need to plan ahead. We need to focus, self-reflect, and adjust as we go. In order to help us do exactly that, I've created a series of additional tools and resources that you can find in the link in the notes of this episode. Among the tools that you'll find there, I've included things like a morning journal that you can incorporate into your morning routine, an evening reflection guide that you can add to your evening routine, a monthly reflection and planning template to help you reconnect with your goals every month, to self-reflect, adjust, and plan for the upcoming month, a personal growth plan starter, a template that will help you get started in defining your own personal growth plan. I've also added a list of my favorite personal development books if you're looking for some additional inspiration. Sounds like a lot of things to keep up with. Maybe, but you don't have to use them all or any of them for that matter. They are just additional tools in your toolbox if so you choose to use them to help you in your journey. As we go into 2020, I will here and there report out on how my quest to live my best life is going. I will share with you what things I'm learning and discovering and any additional tools, tips, or tricks that are helping me and could potentially also help you in your own journey. If you want to join me in living our best lives in 2020, 
please don't forget to check the link on the notes of this episode. On a previous episode, when I talked about how to build new habits, I mentioned that one key component to achieve that is to have a support system. And I wanted to create just that for us. In the link on the notes of this episode, you will find a private group where I will be sharing more resources and tools and inspiration and motivation throughout the year to help you and me in this journey. Okay, we're getting to the end of the episode. You probably will be thinking, is that it? I'm sure I haven't shared anything today that you already didn't know. Nothing that is not more than common sense. But what I've learned in my life is that the models, the things that have impacted my life the most are just that, common sense, organized common sense. I remember earlier in my career reading the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the books that have impacted my life the most. And I remember after reading the book for the first time, I thought to myself, hmm, There's nothing new in this book. It's just common sense. And it is, but it's organized common sense. Organized in a way that makes sense and enables us to make an impact. Certainly, the seven habits of highly effective people greatly impacted my life and the life of many other millions of people. My goal was to take components from all the episodes so far add a little bit of extra common sense to create a framework, a three-step process to help us live our best lives in 2020. I hope that you find inspiration in today's episode, that you found tools and resources that can help you in living your best life in 2020. With that, as always, if you like today's episode, I will ask you to go to Apple Podcast and leave me a review. Also, please share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I wish you all happy holidays. I hope you have an amazing start of the new year and the new decade. And I'm looking forward to to talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.